Welcome to this episode of the Two Book Girls Podcast. I'm Sasha. I'm Nicole. And today we're going to talk about um, Where One Goes by B.N. Holler and narrated by Chris Ducart and Corey M. Snow. So let's get started. So basically this is a book um, about this woman who is able to speak to dead people. She um, she can see and talk to spirits that are kind of stuck in the in-between because they have unfinished business on Earth. And without giving too much away about the story, okay, hold on. Let me think quick. <laughs> I obviously wasn't ready either. Um, and the book starts off where she's helping a, a spirit, but she's obviously very tired of this existence. It has basically alienated her um, from everyone that she cares about and has made it difficult to develop any type of relationships. And so her life has basically become devoted to helping these spirits. And she's kind of at a breaking point at the beginning of the book. Okay. I like that. that. Um, What? I know. I just, I'm afraid to say too much because I don't want to give any spoilers away at this point. So... I feel like that's um, what I can say. I think we can say that it is like a love story. And so for anybody who's looking for a love story, it's also kind of a tearjerker. I mean, at least I cried. So I don't know about everybody else. I might be a little sensitive. Um, you say you cried too? I had a total meltdown. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. This book is definitely a tearjerker. Yeah. But yeah. So we don't give too much away. I think we can we can leave it there for the people who still want to go and read this. So if you have not read this book, make sure you press pause and come back later to hear our thoughts. So let's get into it. Um, I'll start with one thing I didn't like. I love this book, okay? One thing I did not like was they didn't give a lot of information on how she got her gift. Maybe they didn't want to get in too much of the science of it, but basically she loses her brother during a in a um a motorcycle incident together, and her brother doesn't make it, and she wakes up in a hospital. So I guess we're supposed to assume that that's how she got it, but it's like a night and day type thing. Well, it does say that that's whenever the first instance of it was because she thought her brother was still alive because she had seen him perfectly fine. And so it definitely, and she did not realize that he was a spirit. So that is where she got it. And as far as the science behind it, I mean, is there really science behind talking to dead people? I don't know. Well, I mean, science or metaphysics or whatever. Okay. So like made up, like made up, like kind of world building type. Yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then her brother didn't even stick around and was like, I mean, he pretty much acted like she could see dead people her whole life. He was just like, oh, I'm glad you're going to be okay. Peace. And that was it. Am I I the only one that felt that way? I was mad at him because, I mean. Well, okay, according to the story, whenever someone's uh, business there on earth is done, they are really pulled to this situation. Right, and he, um, they're pulled to the light or whatever, and he's sitting there. He's his deal is he was driving the motorcycle that his sister and him got in the wreck on. He needed to know she was going to be okay before he could pe- peacefully pass on, 
And, um, I mean, I don't think it was a situation of he figured she could her whole life. Like, he had never been in that situation before. He had never been dead and, like, knowing whether or not she could, you know what I mean? And I don't think for him it was just focus on make sure she's okay and things like that. I don't I don't know that he was had the had the thought that you're thinking of, you know, because Maybe I know this for on they talk about the other guy and he says it took him a little while before he realized he was dead. Yeah, but he also like stayed because she I mean, and this is getting a little, you know, ahead of ourselves, but he stayed and he fought the light to stay with her for a certain period of time because he could have left before he did but it just seemed like her brother was like all right i'm gone i mean he didn't have no questions like oh my god you can see dead people don't give up sis you know i know that you know this might be hard i mean he didn't have no words and this was like big bro so i just i felt like the way she talked about the relationship between the two i felt like he should at least been there a little longer I would have been curious. Maybe that's what I'm saying. I, if I if I died and I found out that my little sister can see me after I die, I would be curious enough to, you know, fight the light a little bit and uh, ask some questions. I that's mean, all what, I'm was, what exactly was he supposed to ask her though? Like she was not in a good place. Like she was medicated, all kinds of stuff. He basically, you know, as soon as he knew that like she was going to be okay, he got drawn to the light. I don't know. It just don't sound strong enough to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm weird. I don't know. No, I it's think it's fine. I just, we can. We can move on. <laughs> it's not something that I picked up on at all. Is like weird. So it's just interesting to me that like you're you have really strong feelings about that. I do, cause I mean, but anyway, it's fine. So we talked about in the summary that she is basically depressed. I think it's what for six years or something like that. She's been traveling the world helping dead people. She can't have her own life because, of course, people think she's crazy. You know, outside of the people that she's actually helping, of course. Um, and then she gets this bridge and she's about to jump. She's about to give it all away, or you know, leave it all behind. My thing is, if she would have jumped, I think she would have had unfinished business, <laughs> and she would have been there anyway. I mean. But she wouldn't have even been able to take care of, so she would have been, like, in perpetual, like, purgatory because she wouldn't have even been able to take care of her business now that she was a spirit. Exactly. Like, she had unfinished business with her family. Her her mom and dad thought she was crazy. Oh. Well, at least I would think that would be her unfinished business. Oh, see, I didn't think about that. I was thinking unfinished business as in she's one of the only people that can talk to dead people to help these spirits. Yeah, no, I... I guess because even at the end, it never seems like her family 100% comes around. So I just feel like they're just almost a lost cause. I mean, they come around enough to sell her car <laughs> and to try but, to make her come back home. But, I mean, come around to believing her. They never come, you know, like they basically give up trying to fix her, but they don't ever come around to really fully believing in her. So, like, how can you fix a situation with a family like that? I'm pretty sure these people who she was helping, they didn't believe in a person that could see ghosts before they met her. Well, I know, but her family was, like, re refused 
even though they saw her helping other people, they still just refused to support her. I don't know. I just I just think it's funny. When when she was about to jump, I was like, but what if you have unfinished business? You'll never be able to get it solved because you'll be searching the world for somebody who was like you. And what if that person is, you know, like what yeah. if it's just like a vicious cycle? Yeah. No, that is funny. Um, what did you like about the book? Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like like is such a happy word. Oh, you didn't like the book? No. I... I think the book, I think it's an, I think it's a great book. I think it's an amazing book. I think that it has, you know, all of the elements of like love and like heartache and all these types of things. But I'm just saying like, it is such a sad, devastating book to me that the word, the word like seems too happy for it. You know what I mean? Oh gosh. I don't know how to, how to say it. It's like, okay, I thought that it was the end part where she's able to kind of live a life with the ghost brother before he goes away and basically get to have that whole life with him and then continue her actual life with the living brother. I thought that was a very touching part of the book. (laughs) It was. Who knew you could even do that? Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm actually glad I'm laughing. I was kind of concerned that when we talked about this book, I would end up breaking down crying and it would just be this horrible like podcast of like my tears and you talking me down off the ledge, right? Um <laughs> but you were saying things that are just like <laughs> can't help but laugh because you're like, who knew that could happen? <laughs> like, I feel like you know, you're putting a lot of reality into this book. And so that goes into one of the questions I had written down. And I guess maybe the reason, like, you're placing, like, a realistic view on this book is because maybe you believe this is possible. So do you believe spirits stick around for unfinished business? Absolutely. Okay. Now, do I believe that there's somebody that can help them? I don't think so. I mean, I don't believe in, like, mediums or anything like that. But do I think that your loved ones stick around and watch over, you know, their family, I absolutely believe that. I mean, because, okay. you know, I don't know. I just do. Okay. Well, I mean, it makes do sense. Do you believe in it? Um, no. Really? I mean, I have had a couple of things that happened to me. I mean, I guess I might as well share this just because I know it's we've kind of alluded to it in other reviews, but it's just uncomfortable for me. But so after my husband died, I've had a couple of things happen that are really unexplainable. And it could be explainable if he was still around and had some ability to affect this realm, right? Because right. I can't explain these things. I, I can't, there's no logical explanation for them. But at the same time, I, I, I my views changed a lot about the afterlife after he died because I, maybe it's like a self preservation thing I can't handle the thought that he can see me because I know that if he was able to see me mm-hmm. he would not be able to have any peace and or maybe he would you don't know I'm, I mean do you know yeah I mean if if he because I'm imagining if he could see me he could see me whenever I'm not sitting here and talking to you about this podcast and I'm not you know, whatever. He's seeing me whenever I'm alone. And if he sees me in that 
state of unhappiness, I, I don't think that he could be at peace knowing that, you know, three and a half years later, I, I still am having as hard a time as I am. And so, so would, wouldn't I, that like encourage you instead of discourage you? Like wouldn't that thought that he's still around or if he was still around, he would not be happy that you're unhappy. Wouldn't that like encourage you to try to go out and, you know, find your happiness? If not I'm for sure yourself or him, that could be some people's reaction. My reaction um, has <laughs> been because I cannot figure out how to. I can't. I can't figure out how to not feel what I feel. You know, and I haven't found a way, I guess, to deal with some of my feelings around all of this. And so, I, for me to be okay and feel like at least even if I'm not okay, he's okay, is to think that there's nothing after this. Like, that's that's really the only thing that brings me any kind of peace where he is concerned is to think that once he died, that was it. Wow. And so, um, and it's, it's the only thing that gives me peace about me dying anymore is to think that, like, all of the pain here, all of that ends, and there's nothing. That's so, interesting. I think we have, like, two completely different perspectives. But, right. I mean, that's, you know, that's life, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I I mean, I don't. I do, I love the concept of this book. I love that, you know, the idea that this brother is, like, sticking around to help his brother and everything um, like that. It's But, no, it's not. It, I mean, I guess I think of it about the same way I think about, you know, vampires and werewolves. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe in vampires and werewolves either, but I don't know. I would like to believe that, you know, when my dad passes, he'll be able to look down on his grandson or something like that, you know? Right. Um, and, I, and, I, and I can see, definitely. You know, like, because whenever you say that, like, I think about, like, my grandma, you know? And she she died, you know, long before um, Jared did. And I would always hope she could see things. Like, I would go talk to her and, like, want her to see things that were happening in my life. But when Jared died, you changed your mind. I, I mean, I, I feel like that whole situation was so it, – it, it broke something so fundamental in me that I've had to, like, patch together whatever I can to, like, deal with it. And and that's what I'm saying. Like maybe one day I find a better way to deal with my emotions, and like that block comes down. But yeah, that's just basically been you know kind of the you know the way that I deal with it, I guess. So, but I see I see what you're saying there. Like when I think about like parents or grandparents, things like that. Like yeah, I would totally want them to be able to see. But yeah, I wouldn't want you know. But maybe that has to do with how you know you deal with different deaths differently. I don't know. Right. Anyways. Back to our book. Um, so what happens is the guy that the spirit that saves her, like she's about to jump, and then someone's like starts yelling at her, no, 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 but it's actually a, a spirit. And um, so she looks, and he's thinking he's doing that all in vain because she's not going to hear him, but he can't help it. He doesn't want this person to jump, and she sees him, and then basically makes this deal with him. He's like, listen, um, I'm going to take you to this town. I'm going to tell you the right people to talk to so that you can have a home, you know, and get a job and like maybe kind of get a life built for yourself. Basically. Um, 
if you don't kill yourself right now and you help me help my brother. And so that's kind of where the book starts, um, really starts getting into the core of the story. I mean, he basically hijacked her suicide. Yes. Yes, he did. And um, it, it's up being twin brothers, which is... Which was a nice twist. Yeah, it was. Because basically, as she's going along, like, and spending all this time with this, like, spirit who is helping her get a job, helping her get a place to stay, and, like, finally, like, people are being nice to her. Like, she's finding a way to live with her gift amongst, like, really nice people. She starts falling in love with the ghost. And what? how did you feel about that? I thought it was inevitable. I mean, you've basically been living your life around ghosts for six years, and the first person or spirit, I guess, mm-hmm. who you encounter who actually tries to do something for you and not just want something from you, I think she was bound to attach to somebody like that, regardless if it was a ghost or not. So when, um, do you think she would have started falling in love with the brother if they weren't twins? Absolutely not. Okay. She was an so asshole. Right. And she starts, okay, so you agree. Even though they don't ever acknowledge it in the book, you know, there's all this talk of they're two different people and I love them for their individuality. And, like, I get it. I'm not trying to downplay that. I, I get that. And that the other guy ends up being a good guy. But she starts falling for him when he's not. And I'm like, that's never really got addressed. And I felt like if they wouldn't have been twins, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, if they wouldn't have been twins, she wouldn't have even gotten the job to work in the diner or the restaurant or whatever. She would, I mean. Well, they could have been brothers, but not twins. And he would have still been able to tell her. Oh, so you mean specifically the twin bond, not siblings. I was thinking along the lines of. No, I mean that she she started falling him because he was here in the physical world and looked exactly like the man she was in love with. I think that if she would have met both of them and the brother wasn't dead, I think she would have fell in love with the brother she met regardless of who she met first. I mean, she would have fell in love with, you know, the ghost if he was alive regardless of who she met first. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, I think so. I think you're saying the same thing as me is that you think that she really only ended up falling for the other brother because he looked like the man she was in love with that was a ghost. Yes, yeah. If it wouldn't have been for the ghost, she would have never been there. I mean, she would have probably ended up dead. No, but I mean, I'm talking about the looking alike. I yeah, feel like I agree. On the same page here. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think about it, though, because it's like, I don't know. I think the the fact that they were twins is what, like, opened her up to him but at the same time she hadn't actually fallen in love with the ghost when she met the living brother no but she was already having feelings for the ghost before she started having feelings for the living brother and so i don't think so you think that she developed those feelings at the same time no i think she developed the feelings for the ghost over time but she was i don't think that she was already i mean she appreciated him but I don't think she was, like, going into it, like, with an open heart, like, oh, I might fall in love with him. I think she fell in love with the living brother because she was falling in love with the ghost. And they looked alike. And they looked alike. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we are saying the same thing. I just think that, like, it took us a long time to get there. Okay. Yeah. 
that that's basically All right, what, that what I was that's what I was meaning. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Sorry. No, I just I feel very lost. But anyways, okay. So go on. No, I mean that's it. I I, I love this book. I just there were certain things that I were a little far fetched for me, and I think I've already talked about two of them. The other thing was, I mean, it was nice that she got to live a quote-unquote life with the dead brother. But, like, how is that going to work when they all die? So is she going to be like, well, I was with you on earth, so now that we in heaven, I'm going to go to the other brother? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because, like, she was kind of married to the other brother already in the afterlife. Exactly. Like, they had a whole marriage. I think they had a kid. And, like, grandkids or something? Yeah. I mean, I think that they're going to have to swap days. It's going to be complicated. Yeah. I don't, you know, I was still holding out hope almost to the end of this book that something, because it's a book, things can happen. I mean, she talks to dead people. Why Why could he not come back to life? I wanted, I just wanted him to come back to life. How exactly was that going to happen? His body was in Afghanistan. Was he going <laughs> to inhabit his living brother's body and they were going to share it? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know and I don't care how it has to happen. You know what, Sasha? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to write a book and make you read it. <laughs> because Been there, done that. I want the ghost to be able to come back to life. So I'm going to figure out you how that's going to bring. You didn't even bring the ghost or I guess it wasn't the ghost, but the person who died in your book back to life. Because that wasn't the purpose of that book. I'm and that you, wasn't the purpose of this book. But I'm telling you, I was holding out hope that he was going to come back to life. And so I'm going to figure out a way. I'm going to science that shit up for you. <laughs> <laughs> If you read it, so you can know how it could have happened and that he should have came back to life. Okay. I guess he was just going to walk back from Afghanistan, but that's cool. You do that. I'll read it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> On that book. What was but, your favorite part of this book? Did I already I, ask that? Or, yeah, I did. Yeah, you, you asked what I liked you about said it. That. You like was a strong word. I went into all that ridiculousness. <laughs> but I like favorite is better. Like that works better for me in the context of this book. So my favorite part, it is that portion kind of where they go and they have that time together um, and live that kind of life in their minds. And the reason why is because I felt for the brother the whole time, like, and I felt for her that she's hurting, she needs comfort, He he's there and he wants to comfort her and, like, there's nothing that can be done. Like, he can't comfort her, you know? And yeah. I was just like, to me, that was so heartbreaking, you know, seeing both, like, on both sides, like, him wanting to and her needing it, it was just very heartbreaking. And so for them to get that chance to actually, in some realm, get to finally touch get to finally um, have those experiences was definitely my favorite part of the book. Now, speaking of, you know, holding out hope when, um, so yeah, that was, that was a nice part where they were able to live a life in another realm or 
reality. But instead of holding out hope that he would come back from the dead, I was holding out hope that, you know, when he was crossing over, some kind of way he could like hug or kiss her before, like in the, in the process of crossing over, he's like real in this afterlife or they're like between, you know, like between something. And so they're similar enough in that aspect to where they could like hug and maybe give each other a kiss, not do too much, not come (laughs) back, you know, from the dead or her die. But that's what I was holding out hope for until the end. Um, So did you ever see the movie Ghost? Of course. Right. And so actually, like you just made me think about that movie and this book would have been the perfect scenario for, you know, the whole um, scene where Patrick Swayze's character gets into Whoopi Goldberg's character's body mm-hmm. so that they can, like, kiss and whatever. I mean, in this situation, there's a body that looks just like him. Like, why couldn't he even inhabited his brother's body for a minute just so that he could touch her? I didn't even think about that. Because it wouldn't that have even, sense. like strange like she would have still kind of been looking at what he looked like and then the author could have explained it because they're twins and so they have you know similar dna or the same dna or whatever that twin thing means but that would make perfect sense for twins to be able to inhabit their twins body yeah yes i agree that makes so much sense yeah that would have been a nice like moment for her to be in him to have I don't think the living brother would have been able to deal with that. Yeah, I think the story would have been written where he could inhabit it for a minute, but, like, the consciousness of his brother kind of goes to sleep or something. (laughs) Yeah, because he completely, I mean, he says later that he believed her the whole time or whatever, but when she first tells him and she's, like, giving them proof, you know, that the dead brother is talking to her in that moment. I mean, he acted a complete ass. He did. But, um, and I don't agree with kind of the way he reacted, but the, I mean, in a way, I feel like I could understand his anger, though, because not that it was rational anger, but he's missed, I mean, his he's like missing his brother. His whole life is, you know, kind of completely rest with uh, missing his brother. And I think that there's a certain amount of jealousy there. Like, she's getting to see him and talk to him, you know, like almost angry. Like, don't say that because like he wants to believe that if his brother had the ability to be here, he'd be the one that got to see him. He'd be the one that got to talk to him, you know? But that's also, that's also um, very telling of his character. And I mean, like, I guess it's a um, knee jerk reaction maybe, but I would not want to see the dead. Like, you know, yeah, when your loved ones pass away, you miss them and you grieve and you have to go through the stages. But I don't think at any point I would actually want to see the dead. I think like it was for her, like, I think it takes a huge toll on your life, especially if you don't have a support system. And I just honestly, I don't think I'm strong enough for it. I would be one of those like on Ghost Whisperer. (laughs) No way. Was she? No, I'm thinking of a different movie. Ghost no, Ghost Whisper, she always believed, or she always, or she never ignored them. But there was another movie, Constantine, with twins. Oh, that's a little different. Never mind. But anyway, I, me personally, I would not want to see the dead. Um, 
What if they were your dad, though? Deal, deal. I don't think I could handle it. Because, I mean, I think it's natural. It's natural. Death is natural. I think people are born, they live, they die, and you grieve that life, right? What if, um, what if there wasn't anything like, you know, after? Like, what if everybody is still here? So you're seeing dead people all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I would not want to see all dead people. No. But would I want to see my dead people? Yes, I would. But how would you move on, though? Um, I honestly think it would be easier to find a way to move on if it's, like, it, it, I guess it depends on how you lose somebody, you know? Like, if you're able to, like, I, I mean, oh, I don't know, but maybe to relate it a little bit is, like, there's so many unfinished things that, like, I want to say, I want to be able and I think it's one of the reasons that I can't put I, – I, I can't deal with how I lost him so suddenly that there's just – there's no closure to it. And it, it seems so unreal, you know. Even this many years later, it still seems unreal. And so I think that, to me, like being able to see and being able to talk to that person, I mean, who knows? Like, yeah, maybe it would be like the worst thing ever and I don't know. but. I feel like it would help with closure and stuff. I mean, closure. closure. I mean, that's a, I don't know. God, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's because absolutely I would want to see him. I'd want to be able to talk to him. But would I ever be able to move on if that was the case? Probably not. Am I moving anywhere with my life now? Nope. So (laughs) I don't know what to, you know, like I, I don't know which one's better. But to me, it would be better to talk to him. So I don't know. I guess it's a personal preference. That makes sense. I personally couldn't. You would. I mean, I just, I wouldn't be able to handle it. But what else? What else do we want to say about this book? Um, I mean, are you happy she ended up with the brother? Did you, how did you feel about that? Yes, I was happy she ended up with, I was happy she ended up with a new version or a good, a better version of the brother. I'm glad that he went and got the help that he needed. When he came back, they was both being retarded. So, because. When he left, he said, oh, I'm coming back to you. You know, I just need to do this. And she needed the time to get over the brother. But when they got back, it was like, oh, I don't know if he still if he still wants to be with me. And I'm just like, it's only been 30 days. <laughs> like, y'all was in love. It's only been 30 days. He getting help. It's not like he on vacation. <laughs> so what, I mean, that part was a little dramatic for me. but. I did like that he went and got the help that he needed, which also gave her the time that she needed to kind of grieve the passing of the brother for real this time. So, yes, I was happy with the end of the book. I would have liked, so I don't like series of certain books, but this book, no, never mind. It ended right, right where it needed to on some ghost whispers. Yeah, because, I mean, the only way for this book to continue on would be like the Ghost Whisperer show. It would just be like book after book of her helping different people, you know? And then their kids having the gift too. Right, or something like that. So I, I I think it ended perfectly there. I think it's great as a standalone. I feel like the whole story was told. I agree with you um, on that situation whenever them being stupid when he first came back. But I, I was very happy to see somebody that was like at their breaking point 
like finally have a life and find happiness and find a support system and all of that. Like I, I thought it had a beautiful, happy ending for as sad as a book, of a book as it was. Yeah, I was just happy to read a, a standalone book because I've realized that we read a lot of series books. Yes. And so we're going to have to, you know, figure out a way to read more standalone books, but standalone books that are supposed to be standalone books, not books that need a series. Because I think there's one, there is a two-book series out right now. I think it's Jackal. and the second, and I think I've told you this, the second book ends, but it leaves so much to it that there needs to be a third book. Okay, we have to read those again, and we have to discuss those books, because we even went and tried to ask the author. There's been no response on that. I see nothing about there being another book. Those books were written years ago. I honestly, I think it's a two-book series, and I, it's been so long since I read them, I barely remember anything about them. But I don't remember feeling like it wasn't over. So I, like, every time you bring this up, I'm so confused because I'm like, I don't remember walking away from that series thinking, oh, there needs to be another book. Okay. Well, maybe we can read it next or something. I don't know. But, uh. Yeah, because I, I honestly don't remember. But I'm I'm curious what you're talking about and to be able to discuss it with you because when you bring it up, I'm I'm so lost. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely do it. Especially if it's been a few years, maybe they won't bring out a third book, but that will definitely count against authors in my part of the review. Okay. But I have a whole slew of standalones, so we can go through them and add add some to our list. Cool, because I think the rest of our schedule for this year, or at least for the next few months, they're all series books. Yeah, I'm looking at it all but two. Yeah, so yeah, we'll probably try to mix it up. Okay. All right. Okay. I think that's all for this book, and I hope you all enjoyed. Yes. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.